Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Shout out to all my dirty fam. And before we dive into today's devotional, y'all, we do this every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I try to do these devotionals around 10 minutes or so. Sometimes they're a little bit longer. Sometimes they're a little bit shorter. Um, But the goal is for it to be helpful for you, for you to be able to be inspired, to be encouraged, um, to think about what you believe, why you believe it, and listen, to do it all on a little car ride to work or to school or whatever you may be doing while you're cleaning the house. Um, but y'all, I want to give a shout out um, to not to my areas of listening. Y'all, if I could shout your name out specifically, I would, but I was looking, um, just kind of looking at our stats from the last five episodes. And here's what's crazy is I was looking at the top 10 cities of where of where people are listening from and y'all it's crazy to me that the top 10 cities out of that top 10 we have one two three four uh five six seven we have seven different states represented um, from delaware uh, to georgia to texas to missouri to pennsylvania to washington um, to north carolina y'all I love all of you so much. If you're from one of those uh, states, you mean so much to me. My friends in Lebanon, Missouri, what's up? Houston, Texas, hello, hello. Um, Listen, Omak, Washington. Listen, I can't tell you how much it means to me, how excited I get just to see this. Um, Not only that, but to see that over the past five episodes, we have people listening from six different countries. Um, Y'all, it's it's so incredible. I love what God's doing. I love being able to be a part of this. Um, it means a lot to me. Second thing I want to tell you is this. It's the last time I'm going to talk about it. We've been celebrating our 10,000 downloads. Uh, we got a sweet shirt that we're selling. It's our first ever merchandise um, that we've made for the podcast. And y'all, at the time of posting this, it's a Friday, which means you have 24 hours left to get this shirt. And so you can find it on our social media on Instagram, on Facebook, at Dirty Devotional. Go find it, go purchase it, represent the Dirty Fam all over the world, y'all. It would mean so much to me. And in fact, if you order it, post it, I would love to shout you out to celebrate you because I think it is so freaking cool. But y'all, we're going to dive into today's uh, devotional. And we've been talking about Joseph and his life and how Joseph basically has what we would consider the worst life in the world. I mean, his family sold him into slavery. His brothers did uh, without his father or mother knowing. And so Joseph was sold into slavery uh, to a man named Potiphar in Egypt. He was Potiphar's wife, tried to sleep with Joseph, and Joseph denied it. He was a man of integrity. The wife lied and said that Joseph did try to sleep with her and was put in prison. And now we pick up, and my man Joseph has been in prison. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 40 that some time passed and he meets the Pharaoh's cupbearer and chief baker. 
who were put in there for doing God knows what, something that pissed Pharaoh off. And listen, Joseph interprets dreams for them uh, that finds out to be true. They get out of prison. Um, Then later, Pharaoh finds out that Pharaoh has a dream and no one can interpret it. Uh, The cupbearer ends up remembering Joseph. And so Joseph comes and interprets this dream for Pharaoh and basically is like, hey, you're going to have seven years of incredible like bounty. It's going to be super fruitful. You're going to have plenty. It's going to be a wonderful seven years. And then you're going to have seven years of famine. So you need to prepare for that. the seven years of famine. Take the uh, years of extra and the blessed seven years and store grain and food so that, listen, your country doesn't fall apart, so that Egypt doesn't die over the course of those seven years of famine. And Joseph tells all of this to Pharaoh, um, and then says, you need to find someone to put in charge in uh, charge of this. And here's what's crazy, y'all, is Joseph ends up getting put in charge of this incredible thing. So he becomes like second in command to Pharaoh, um, which is remarkable that this kid sold in slavery, who's been through all these things, is now kind of this like, you can talk about like a comeback kid. This is him. Y'all, setback becomes your comeback. I could preach all these little one-liners. I'm not going to because they're cheesy. Um, Instead, though, I want to talk to you about three things that you can do um, while you're waiting for the next breakthrough in your life. Three things that you can do while you're waiting um, for the next big thing. Now, I believe if you're listening to this, that God has a calling for your life that is beyond anything you could imagine. I don't believe... Joseph is the exception. I just believe that it becomes the exception because so many of us settle and we get discouraged and we give up. And so we just kind of go on with the mundane and the average life when God has called us for so much more. So here's what I want to tell you. Three qualities I see from Joseph that I've tried to apply to my life. I want you to apply to your life. First one is this, is give your best even at your worst. Is what I love about this is that Joseph, even when he was in jail, when he was sold into slavery, what we see is that Joseph did not hold back his giftings, his talent, his leadership. Um, instead, he gave his best in every single one of those areas, and he was blessed for it. Now, did he end up getting let down in those places? Absolutely. But those things in those situations led him to where we find him now being in second command to Pharaoh. What happens with most of us is something bad happens when we're doing a great job and we give up and we hold back and we say, hey, it's not worth it anymore. They don't deserve the best. And the only person you end up hurting is yourself. So listen, give your best even when you're at your worst. Give the best you can in every situation. The Bible talks, whatever you do, do it for God. What that verse talks about is, hey, God has put you in whatever circumstance you are in. So you give your best at it so that God can bless your best. I know that sounds cheesy. I believe it. If you don't like it, that's fine. Throw it out the window. I believe it. I believe that God blesses our best. I really do. Um, I do not believe he always blesses our worst. He can, but I believe he much prefers to bless our best. And it sounds good. Uh, The second thing is this, not only do you need to give your best, even when you're at your worst, you need to lift up others, even when you cannot lift up yourself. And I love that Joseph does this. What we see in, um, what we see in the Potiphar's house is that he made Potiphar successful. 
what we see in the prison is that he lifted up the cupbearer um, that he gave, that he supported the chief baker, that he supported um, the jailer, that organization. Even though he was wrongfully there, he did hit his best he could to lift others up, even when he couldn't lift himself up. We see this even more so with Pharaoh, that he is there supporting Pharaoh and doesn't ask for anything in return, that he simply just says, hey, let me help you because I can. Um, even though he couldn't do anything, he had the chance to help himself. He chose not to do that. Instead, in our world, what we tend to do is we tend to look out for number one, me, myself, and I, we're going to take care of ourselves, don't care about anyone else. But what we see in Joseph's life and what I've seen in my life is that when we spend time helping others and lift others up, it opens the door for new opportunities for us. All right. If Joseph would not have helped the jailer and support the jailer, he would not have been in charge of the cupbearer who then gave his name to Pharaoh to interpret the dream. And so by Joseph lifting up others, it ended up um, ironically lifting himself up to this high place. We need to do the same, that we need to support, be an encouragement. Everyone is not our enemy. Everyone is trying to do the best they can with what they got. And so we need to be an encouragement, a cheerleader, a coach for those people to lift up others. Don't take the credit. I promise it will pay off for you in the long run. And the last thing is this, is you have to be patient. Not only do you have to give your best, not only do you need to lift others up, you have to be patient. Now, Joseph was in prison. What we see at the start of, I believe it's chapter 41, is that Joseph was in prison for two years had passed after he interpreted the dreams of this cupbearer. Now, here's the thing, is it will take time. It will feel like what you've done has kind of just died out. But listen, when we spend our life planting seeds in other people and caring for other people and supporting other people, eventually it will come back. I really believe that the Bible talks about this principle of sowing and reaping, that if we sow, we will reap what we sow. And listen, when you sow generosity, you will reap it. When you sow blessing, you will reap it. When you sow patience, you will reap it. And so, but you've got to give it time. So many times we walk away from the harvest that's coming because we didn't give it enough time to grow. So you have to be patient. So take these things. Listen, give your best even when you're at your worst. Lift up others, even when you can't lift up yourself. And be patient, even if it takes longer than you imagine. Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this example we get from Joseph's life. Lord, Joseph was a baller. Um, And Lord, we want to exemplify that. We ask that the blessing you put on him, Lord, that it would be on us. Lord, that you would help us give our best to everything we do. Lord, that we would be an encouragement, a support, a cheerleader for those around us. Lord, even if it lifts them up and doesn't lift us up, Lord, that we would celebrate their successes. Um, And Lord, lastly, that we would be patient. Lord, a lot of times it's not overnight. Uh, A lot of times it's waiting and hoping that maybe something will happen. Just like Joseph sat in jail for two years, Lord, it feels like we are sitting in hell waiting for something good to come our way. Lord, help us be patient knowing that we planted good seed and a good harvest is coming. But we thank you and we love you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. 
or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.